Hello and welcome to the last free mind of, of 2019. 2019. This is it wow. of the decade. Book we right. Oh wow, that's true. Right. Think about that. Bro, I started thinking about the decade. Yeah, I saw that you put out a blog. A little bit, like when you start thinking about what life was like 10 years ago. It's different. What were some of the highlights? We had just had our first child mm. almost exactly 10 years ago. Wow. So it's wow. almost like zero to three kids. And I got to work for a travel company for a while. And so I got to visit seven plus countries, been to oh, Israel yeah. three times. So much happens in 10 years. And you, you know, Dr. Tyndall? Yeah, yeah. He was a music chair. He actually replied to my blog post. Oh, really? He gets it via email. Because I was just astonished at how fast time moves now in yeah, 30s. Mm. And he was like, wait till you're 70s. He said, <laughs> he, he said it's like a time lapse. Wow. He said watching life is just like a time lapse. I was like. Wow. You know, he just retired. Man. And, um, so, yeah, man, you think about 10 years, it's... It's crazy. Like by, it's crazy. By 2029, if... if Listen. The Lord tarries and the crick don't rise, <laughs> we're still going to be around. I wonder what will happen in the next these next 10... It's 10 years. Yeah, so we're going into 2020. So as you listen to this, listener, if you if you heard it before, when it came out in a couple of days, yeah, last couple of days of 2019. And because of that, let's mention one more time, Impact hey. 360... Our faithful 2019 sponsor. <laughs> yes. That's right. And uh, we've been playing clips from them the last couple episodes. But again, we encourage you, if you have time off during the vacation or as a gift, get those online classes for yourself, for your friends, your students, your teenage students, impact360.org. That's you know. right. And I gave you that assignment last time. That's right. If y'all remember, you got two books you got to read. That's right. Vessels of Fire, Glory, Mary Murillo, uh, Jezebel's War in America, Michael Brown. And then Impact 360, take one of these courses. And for right. a 21-day fast that many churches hey, do in January, right. go through a just a um, portion of that each night. They have it uh, steps. like I don't know if it's mm-hmm. like 10 to 15 steps. Right. And they have little videos. Go through one each night with your family, and you will not be disappointed. And That's right. You'll be better off you'll for be it. You'll be a lot smarter than everybody in your... <laughs> I'm just kidding. You immediately <laughs> leap the pack. It's like that's you know, right. That's right. You know those jog lines where the guy in last that's like runs right. up and, to, to the, the front. Position. Like you will run to the front. A monocle will appear on your face, yeah. and you. Will. <laughs> but use promo code FreeMind when you do those online courses because you do get twenty five dollars off, which is like half price. That's a deal. That's a Black Friday deal that's been going on all year. That's right. We that. live in that. So, we stay Black Friday. That's right. So end of year episode, we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna talk about. Some of our favorite episodes. We got some feedback from our listeners about episodes that they liked. I actually got some feedback saying they, they struggled to find a favorite episode because there's so much meat. Hey. You know awesome, what I mean? Right? <laughs> so, so serving up that ribeye, bro. <laughs> we keep it we keep that and that fried lobster going. That's right. So like, I, think, I like it all. <laughs> and uh Lori, who listens, uh she does uh, my hair and my kids' hair. She's a hairdresser okay. here in Lakeland. She faithfully listens, she really loves the Aww. show. Yeah, the, thanks for listening, Lori. Yeah, she said, you know, it was hard to find an episode, but she actually felt like, um, you know, during Pride Month, we kind of addressed how we should approach it and think about it, and that helped her. Ah, uh, she okay. and uh, so, yes, so that was her favorite. And uh, we got some feedback from listeners on Instagram. From Instagram, listener Veronica, she said, uh, picking a favorite episode is hard. So again, I think that's that's the consensus. Yeah, but uh, she said Ryan Bomberger. Uh, is where she started listening. It's one of her favorites, and so is the Neil Shenvey episode. So, those special guests. Yeah, That's and cool. I'll hop in right there. You know, 
well, I'm not going to say which ones are my favorite yet, but I, I do. I one of the funnest, funnest. Can I say funnest? <laughs> one of the funnest. One of the funnest um, episodes that we got to record was with Ryan. Like, I, right. like I got done with that episode, I was like, man, that was so much fun. We just yes. had such a kindred uh, connection with him, so we did uh, two episodes. Right. And I was surprised for whatever reason. You know, you never know why, like title wise, why. They don't get as many downloads. And so, you know, I, I always wondered why. I, I thought, man, I wish that Ryan Baumberger one would have gotten mm-hmm. more listens because I, I just thought the the information he brought, you know, he's like more more factivism, less activism. <laughs> and he's got all these stats, right. man. Like the, those guys are on, they are frontline people, him and his wife with the Radiance right. Foundation. And he goes hard in the paint. Like if you follow him on Instagram or on Facebook, Facebook yeah. you might want to have like a fire suit on because... <laughs> Brace yourself. comes with that heat but um like he ain't afraid he, he just kind of hits stuff head on but he man they they are on the front lines doing work at um right. all over the place they've been sued i think by the uh naacp and they won right which was right. crazy he talked about that he's been basically run out of wheaton college for <laughs> right speaking truth to the students there who were um i guess they went woke and so they wasn't mm. feeling what he was saying but anyways um that's it's amazing too because we have to meet him yep. in the same year that he was on the show. Yeah, so he came yeah. here and spoke at the Life Care right. event, and you worked at that event. We sang at that event. Exactly. And, and actually, so we're this is going to be cool. We're um we're we're set. We'll see if I, I think it's still going to happen. But on January 30th, if you are in the Lakeland area, we're going to be gathering at House 820, and we're going to do a live podcast video and recording. And Ryan is supposed to be our guest that That's evening. Awesome. We're going to talk about everything from race to abortion. But they actually invited Nerva and I to join them a week, the week before that in DC hey. for the walk for life. Um, they're doing, they're hosting yeah. like a worship night and kind of thing there. And we're going to be part of that event. That's awesome. And then hopefully we'll get to participate in the walk for life the following day in, in DC. So hmm. that's going to be exciting upcoming year. But yeah, that Ryan Bomberger episodes, those, those are really cool. Yeah. And she mentioned the Neil Shinvi. So the Neil Shinvi part one is our highest. That's our highest episode. I think brother Neil shares that pretty often too. Yeah. Yeah, I think when people have questions about critical theory or wonder what it is, Brother Neil shares it because uh, hopefully it feels like it was a good representation of as a whole. You know, I think those two episodes, he walks us through what is critical theory, mm-hmm. how to spot it in the world and in the culture and, and what it looks like. So those are great. Again, if you're heard us say critical theory and don't know what it is, I uh, encourage you, yeah, go back and listen to those. And uh, Neil Shenvey has a whole website too, and he he's active on Twitter and stuff too, trying to call stuff out. So, yeah, man, and you, so I would I would highly recommend. I think those are a couple of the most informative episodes. Our white evangelicals, white supremacists was another very high one. And that was I with think. Neil as well. Oh, that's right. And that's uh, right. that was responding to a specific case of yes. uh, a young lady that was speaking at a conference in Dallas. And you know what's funny? Um, I was telling, we were talking, we, so we had Elisa Childers on. We'll talk about that one in a minute. But we actually got to meet her this year, too, after doing the episode with her. So she right. was actually one of the speakers for Impact 360's um, immersion camp right. this year. So I think, what does she speak on, babe? Feminism and... One of the courses was on fem- like modern radical feminism. Okay. One of them was on like um, progressive Christianity, I think, okay. in, in the Bible. She was she was awesome. She was amazing. And then she yeah. actually came also and did our live, yeah, live in Nashville episode, live in Nashville episode. And so, um, really- but you know, one of the things we were talking about with her was when she she had her background. She was an artist, Christian artist in the group Zoe Girl. 
and we're coming from the Christian artists group and we were coming from the artist world and what we were talking with her about we were saying how hard it was oftentimes to do collaborations in the artist world is just for whatever reason it's true she did say that. like we're like man you, it's like pulling teeth you got to go through like a manager uh you know an agent and it's like mm-hmm. red tape and you know you got to cross the uh what's the forest and prince's bride oh right. <laughs> with the unusually <laughs> large rodents yeah oh, i don't know the, i forget the the name of the forest but it's like getting through that forest to, to do uh collaborations with artists Man. but for some reason in this world of apologetics and and you know professor stuff like that it was like way easier than i thought right and she was saying yeah she was so surprised that these people that were in one sense they're like they're much more well known worldwide than artists are Hmm. but in another sense they're like nobody knows them (laughs) so like in the academic world they can be like like jp moreland like i literally shot him an email and didn't expect him to hit back at all because i mean he's known in the world as you know one of the top philosophers and he just you know is very casual like yeah i'll hop on the show and we were both we were both saying how odd it was so i had heard about neil shinvi from uh he was on uh, william lane craig's reasonable faith podcast was reading one of his articles and at the time, so this was um, this was before we even started the podcast. But I had a friend, one of my the guy who came on and did uh, oh, it's all connecting together. But Doug Damon, yeah. best friend, who came on did a couple episodes with us um, this year. I forget what they were called. Youth, pa- the difference a youth pastor can make, and yeah. biblical manhood or something like that. Biblical fatherhood and biblical, masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. So Doug had went to a conference at a major evangelical institute, and he was at the time neither one of us knew what was happening but he what later what i found out later was basically the conference itself was sort of suffused with critical theory Mm. and he felt like something was off about it and he couldn't put his finger on it and he was like man it was just really weird and he was telling me about it so that started me down kind of the the avenue of like well let me look into that i want to see what's what's going on because that's weird that they would have the, this really solid evangelical university. Yeah. He was there with Liberty. Right. It was like a bunch of schools were attending this thing. So that's what started me down that road. So I, I got, came across Neil because Neil was a theoretical chemist. Right. Homeschooling dad. Homeschooling dad, four kids. Um, but I noticed in his when in William Lane Craig's analysis of his work, he was a real careful thinker. And, yeah. and when I looked at his stuff, I was surprised that that wasn't his main area of study it but right. he had done a lot of like really high level work in apologetics as well he's real objective real fair-minded yeah and he was talking about this thing well i didn't i had studied postmodernism um and jp stuff right. so i noticed a lot of correlations between the two and um it later on it began to dawn on me okay critical theory just in case you're wondering you haven't heard those episodes there's a real kind of connection between critical theory what's called cultural marxism mm-hmm. and what's sometimes called applied postmodernism right and you'll you'll notice the way it comes out it's it's it typically comes out in politics but even in theological discussions these days and you know you'll hear stuff like um you know no no more old white men as right. presidents and um, you know, stop mansplaining, um, right. or, you know, if you know, no uterus, no opinion on the abortion debate. And, right. you know, you'll, you'll wonder what, how did we get to that craziness, that crazy place? Well, actually all has a, a theoretical foundation, a coherent the, a theoretical foundation right. that started really with the postmodern thinkers and Rousseau and Derrida came up through a guy named 
Gramsci, the Frankfurt School, a bunch of other thought contributors, and now has kind of made its way like rivers that kind of sort of connect and yeah. flow into each other in something called contemporary critical theory. And that's where Neil, he is specifically has helped, is helping the church to understand these ideas, where they come from, where they lead to, and how they're impacting the evangelical world, because they have been, in many cases, uncritically picked up. Right. Um, in the church and they're being used to sort of sometimes to promote something new called like the social gospel. Um, it's kind of a permutation of an older modernist view yeah. of the social gospel and social justice, that kind of thing. And um, to, to help people be aware of the parts of it that are unbiblical and, and how to navigate through that. So I'd highly recommend those episodes. And so thank you for um, who was that? That that was Veronica. On Veronica. Instagram. Thank you, Veronica, for, listening and for um you know uh, uh, those are probably two of my favorite episodes as well yeah i also find our second highest downloaded episode is the marty sampson mm-hmm. uh when the, he was the hillsong worship leader who publicly deconverted and yeah. around the same time as joshua harris too and we did the episode talking about that and that had some of the highest like first day numbers as well right but i think it's i think it's because those of us in the church, in the Christian world, when we see someone like that leave Christianity, it rises, raises so many questions. Mm. I think yeah. people really are looking for a helpful perspective on a, something like that. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so that was yeah, our second highest episode ever. And that's without a lot of our top episodes have special guests. A lot of them, you know, like Christopher Yuan's episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he Man, tweets them out. I forgot about that one. So if, and by the way, if you haven't yeah. listened to the Christopher Yuan one, it's really interesting. Yes. And like his testimony is insane. An Asian brother who grew up in a non-Christian home um, was fully in the homosexual lifestyle for years. Like um, ends up getting put in prison for something related with drugs, and gets saved radically. Saved comes out, and now he's he's celibate, uh, single. Um, but he wrote a book called Holy Sexuality and right. what that means for today. And, yeah. and it's, that's, yeah, I would highly recommend that episode, man. A lot of great information there and a powerful testimony. Yeah. And, and going back to Elisa Childers, her first episode, I kissed historic Christianity goodbye. Yeah. Which we didn't, we didn't anticipate <laughs> that one's title of the year. We didn't yeah. know that we were kind of like doing a spoof off Josh Harris's right. book because right. You know, I kissed uh, dating goodbye because right before that he disavowed the book. Right, he hadn't okay. yet deconverted. I he was see. just saying sorry for leading an entire generation oh, astray during the period. Right, according movement. to him, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so that's why we were using that. Yeah, I think we, that was actually a little prophetic, maybe. Hey, because Joshua Harris then left the faith. Later. Right, but uh, but those episodes get shared a lot. But the Marty Sampson episode that was just the three of us, no special guest, still the second highest. Yeah, again, I, I was think surprised it's because. By that. You know, I think people look look for those answers. Uh, but we had Nancy Piercy on this past year as well. I forgot about that. Excellent too. book. You know, she we actually had a bonus Q and A episode with her on Patreon, and uh, our mental health episode was also way up there too. We talked about anxiety, yeah, and all that. Oh yeah, the one we did just with our with we the three of us, the three of us, and then and the one with JP Moreland right after that. Um, you know, I'll say, yeah, which what you got? My favorite episode. You know, I think when we were talking about anxiety, I felt the most, I had an experience to bring oh, to it. And gosh, so I enjoyed yeah. contributing to that episode. Yeah. But when I think back, you know, we mentioned part three from the Mountain Prophet episode. Mm. You know, we recorded that in North Carolina. Right. And that was one of those episodes where it just felt like as we were recording, like 
something was going on, you know, mm. thing like the Holy Spirit was moving. That's and, true. And that's again, like the people who did listen to that, who made it to that part three, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know, and listen, they really felt like someone was on it. And so, yeah, they're just looking back, that was one of the one of my favorites. Interesting. Mm. What about you, babe? What? Oh gosh, it's so hard. I'm looking through them now, and I just, you know, I like different ones for different reasons. I really enjoyed you talking to JP Moylan for the first time, watching <laughs> yes, you yeah. meet your fun. hero and just just engage with him. That was just like, man, it was it, such a treat. Yes. It was the opposite. So we were, we probably this will probably be on the Patreon, but we were just talking about the Crown Three. Yes, Crown Season, season three, three, which is one Incredible. of the best seasons of any show we all agreed that we've yes. ever seen there's one episode in particular that is probably better than any movie i've seen in the last few years this one episode where uh the prince philip yeah has is um he's watching the moon landing. watching the moon landing yes. and he I, w- I won't say too much about it. you have to listen to it on patreon that's right but um you know he gets disappointed when he meets the astronauts though he had such a high lofty view he had these questions he had labored over to write down to ask them when he finally gets to meet them you can see his face dropping yeah. well, it was the opposite of that for me <laughs> with jp morland jp morland it was like <laughs> oh man it's like yes. just that and and i would say too i'm going to let you finish babe but that was that would definitely goes down for me is my favorite episode. That's just, it. Okay. Just to get to oh, um, that's cool. From the perspective of get getting to interview a hero like that and just hear him talk, I, yeah, that that might go down as a moment in life for sure. Like Stephen, you know, having walked through something and then hearing someone engage from a knowledge, um, giving so much knowledge on it. I think having watched. Um, a few of my friends battle with the homosexuality thing. I think Christopher Yuan, mm. um, his testimony and hearing him really give a biblical perspective on that was just very powerful for me. Um, mm. What else? Let's see. Oh, there's so many good ones. Well, I'll jump in too because we had another listener, Brother yeah, Todd. Yeah, go ahead. Brother Todd. Oh, yeah, he's in. got a good. He's got, he wrote us a lengthy email. Thank you so much, Todd. That yeah, man. He supports the Todd's show. Todd's been Patreon. with us this year, man. He's really been engaging. And- Thank you, Todd. Yeah, and he he said he's been listening since the very beginning. So he wow he showed his he showed that in his first favorite episode was the Lauren Daigle interview, and and he really appreciated how we dissected the situation, spoke to both sides, and so yeah. I'm glad it comes across that way for sure. And he liked I kissed historic Christianity goodbye again with Elisa Childers and the Neil Shenvey episodes, and I found it interesting. He talked about historic Christianity. We discussed progressive Christianity in those episodes, yeah, because that's the alternative. Yeah. <laughs> you either have historic Christianity yeah. and progressive Christianity is kind of on the other side of that argument, right? And he didn't realize that it was even a thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even when we were with Elisa Childers in Nashville speaking to a live audience, they kind of felt like maybe they had seen some of the progressive Christian ideas, right? They didn't know that there was a word for it, uh, yeah, or that progressive Christianity kind of had a, a it was a full on movement that had thought leaders and had a right. label that you know they right. could kind of point to these are the architects of it and right so i think that was yeah so he he appreciated those episodes too and so if you haven't listened to those hot i kissed historic christianity goodbye with elisa childers those are um a good, a good yeah, one-on-one and then, we, progressive. and then we followed up with her in the live nashville episode we yeah. talk about her debate with uh lisa gunger because we That's read right. you know oddly enough in episode two part two of the first time we interviewed her we talked about lisa gunger's book that's right we did and then between that and the next time we interviewed her she went on unbelievable which is a justin Brierley's right uh podcast in the uk where he has people debate oftentimes at the highest levels yeah. in different um 
topics. And so he had Elisa debate slash discuss with Lisa Gunger right. on one of the episodes. And so we, we kind of talked to her about that. And it was, and, and among other things, like where did the, had anything changed, you know, because this year as well, one of the main leaders in the progressive Christian movement is, is a, was a young lady by the name of Rachel Held Evans. Right. And she had passed away, and, and that happened. I, I believe that happened after we interviewed Elisa the first time, if I'm not mistaken. So we were just asking her, you know, how how did that impact the movement, and what you know what happened since then? Was there any new things on the front? Was it getting more more steam, right? Or were people stepping up and kind of confronting the ideologies involved? So. Yeah, you know, I think one of my most emotional moments too is we went to a Better Way Ministries oh, near Atlanta, mm. Georgia, and just sitting on stage with those guys from a Better Way as they're spewing scripture <laughs> with yeah. every question we ask them. It's like, wow, this these guys are like being discipled. Yeah, man. And this is a you know a, a prison recovery center basically, and but these guys have like the knowledge and yeah, you know man. and that was that was impacting very much. So. And I will say we had a, a comment on Facebook from Jennifer. I should have mentioned a specific episode, but she did mention uh, the progressive Christianity teaching has helped her recognize it mm. uh, as it's creeping into different things, and that uh, we've helped her identify uh, when to trust things and when to use discernment and things like that. Wow. So, which is great. That's what we, we hope for, you know, oh, with yeah. the podcasts. What you got, Nerva? What's your favorite? Come oh, on. gosh. <laughs> You can give it. You can give the top three. Yeah, yeah top, top three. three. Let's yeah, see. Yeah. I you know, mean, I like them. I like a lot of them. It's hard to just pick one. I think I had fun. Um, listen, Drew Brees. <laughs> I had fun engaging with that with you guys because it's like. You know, when it when it hits home, when you're watching stuff evolve on social media and, and we get to kind of discuss it and just get in our own kind of yeah. spirited kind of debate about it. I thought that was a fun one. I had fun on the Chick-fil-A versus Popeye. I was going to say, oh, <laughs> one. But go that ahead. was fun. No, I was going to say the hardest ones for me were the Chick-fil-A yeah. ones. Because I really carried that one with weight and I was so sure. sad. You, that that was kind of like you a did. Prince Philip moment. <laughs> Right. Oh, ripping that curtain off the uh, Wizard of a, Oz. There was there. a cloud. For yeah, a there, there was kind of a cloud over the two weeks when I was sure, even researching that's it. That's true. Was, Seth yeah. was, yeah. Just definitely. you talking on those episodes, you could tell that it was a somber. It was a heavy. Did you have to heavy. add some high EQs in there, bro? <laughs> Very <laughs> Put low. some uh, upbeat. Uh, I had to push that gain, brother, because you yeah. were like below. <laughs> but, you know, I felt like those episodes. Hopefully it opens the eyes to people that like there's so much information sure. to be digged out about an issue. Yeah. And and if you if all you're doing is reading headlines yeah. from Christianity Today or yeah. Relevant Magazine, that there may be a lot more information to be had. Right. Uh, that really paints a different picture. And the framing, you know, it's like right. there's a there's a Prager U video right now out about framing that Paul mm. Copan posted the other week. Um and it's worth checking out if you just go on it's five minutes um yeah, yeah. YouTube, but it, it talks about it, the analogy of movie framing, how you can make right. you know, Peter Jackson uh, angle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, I think we might even mention that, but you yeah. know, the the you know, when you're when you're reading these articles and everything, it's not a bad thing. Like you can't have a frameless movie, but what you want to look for is people that you can trust that are going to frame that to give you an accurate picture and not distort the reality. Right. And oftentimes, you know, what we're hoping to help people with is like curate, here's some, 
you know, trustworthy authorities and you even got to put them to the test, but you want to know how, because even with the Chick-fil-A thing, people that would read one or two articles would sometimes walk away with the wrong conclusion because it had been framed wrongly for right. them. Well, in that BizNow article, which was the only right. f- like actual source of information, right. I never saw it until you brought it when we were right. about to do the episode. Yep. So like, you just might not see... You might not see it, and that and and that was the one that mattered, you know. Right, exactly, exactly. And um, and so it's like, yeah, a lot of times we're getting secondary or tertiary sources, and so that's you know part of this thing is learning to go back to the primary sources, oftentimes. But but you do have to be aware of kind of how things are being framed. Right. You know, I was surprised to see the results on the ones on abortion. Even when we yeah. uh, interviewed Abby, and um, I expected that one was surprisingly that low. That was very surprising. I think it's still difficult for people to talk about it and discuss mm. it. Yeah. But um, when we and in, maybe yeah. people didn't know of the movie a lot too, because even people I right. talked to, they were like, oh, "I never heard of it," which I was surprised. Right. But sorry, what were you going to say? Yeah, but episode eight and nine with um, abortion, um, not those. I'm sorry. When we interviewed that gentleman, Jay he, Watts. Jay Watts. That's oh yeah, it. that was the New that York. Was so educational Oof. for me he brought right. so much knowledge and he brought and science just, too yes the That's arguments he, for it was a pretty heavily things. downloaded episode too yeah. it was yeah it's up to like 2100 yeah, now in the first week down. actually i think it had 799 which was at that time it was the, it was no, no no i'm sorry it had more than that it had 799 which i think was one of the highest in a one week day. at a that, week, at, week, that yeah. at that point right which right. was like it was like episode number six yeah, yeah. And and just to, you know, we've mentioned a lot of our special guests, some that we didn't mention yet, but Sean McDowell, we had him on the show, Mary Jo Sharp, uh, John, oh, yeah, that John, was a fun one too. yeah, was real fun. John Stone Street was on mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. Again, Jay Watts, brother Doug Damon, yep. those two episodes. And again, John Stone Street, I was surprised that he was able to do it, man, because he's super right. busy and he had to right. do like 15 minutes. Like it had to be scheduled pretty tightly, but right. I was still like super happy that we got to, yeah. to have him come on. And uh, Brett Kunkel was also oh, yeah, a yeah. guest. Um, so yes, yeah, wow. yeah, exactly. Man. We've had fourteen special guests uh, on the show just in the last wow. year. So that's really it's cool. awesome, amazing. Favorite. Yeah, when I look back on it, man, it's really, you know, I'm thinking about just going into this like last year and our discussions yeah. of like even deciding to jump into this, and you know, maybe there's a moment even for our listeners who feel like God's put something on your heart, right, to do, and you don't know. You know, should I just do it and or should I not? You know, sometimes you take these little steps and oftentimes it feels like you're doing something that's really small mm. and you're just like, I've even told Nerva this before, like it feels like you're killing the bear and, and killing a lion. But when you look back, you know, you just, yeah. man, you can see God's providence in the rearview mirror and how oh. so, stuff can have way more impact than you even thought. So, you know, I would just encourage you to prayerfully you know, be willing to take a risk and step out on 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 faith and something that you know some assignment you feel like God's giving you to do. You just never know what doors He's going to open up because yeah. I don't know. We would have imagined this year we would have had J.P. Moreland, Sean oh, McDowell, oh, Christopher yeah. Yuan, all these folks no on way. the podcast, and that so many people would you know download them. I was even thinking going into this year, babe. What were you thinking about starting a podcast? Oh gosh, I was like, no. <laughs> I'm just not, you know, I wasn't excited about engaging with social media in any kind of way right. or fashion. I'm just like, let me just kind of read my books and just kind of post whenever I want. But, you know, I've grown so much with every episode. It's like, when, especially when we've had guests, it's just been so 
challenging and stretched me in a good way. And yeah. I'm naturally kind of private. I'm not one to talk or, or post <laughs> videos a whole lot, but it's just God is like calling us to get over it and just be mm -hmm. a voice of of truth, a, a vessel for his kingdom. And so I, I think it's, it's just helped me grow spiritually so much. And so right. now it's like, I can't imagine next year without it. So I'm so grateful mm -hmm. you asked me to do this with right. you. Right, and I'm thinking too, just yeah. how much, because having to do this, like you have to dive into so much more. Like it's, right. I mean, we already kind of studied a lot, but this year, man, it's, whew, I have probably read, I don't know, 40 books on these subjects that sure. are, before this year, I'd I think you were a lot more prepared than you realized to to do this. You know, you, you definitely brush up on every topic, but it's like, you know, we're living in a day and time where um, everyone that has an opinion feels like they're an expert on something and they just <laughs> right. post it. And we didn't want to just add to the noise of things. But um, this right here, I, I, it's something now that I treasure. Like sometimes I just listen back to an episode every now and then just like, okay, mm. what did we learn on that? And what do we, yeah, man. we, um, how are we enlightened on that particular topic yeah. that week? But yeah. And it, and it feels, you know, what I've enjoyed about it too, is it feels yeah. very relevant because we're attacking stuff every week, but I think also the principles that we discussed in it are going to age well also mm, because okay. it's going to continue to be like i think yeah. a lot of this stuff even as we've i don't know if it's been like this for you steven but as i've had conversations with people outside of the podcast friends family many people weren't aware of many of these issues sure. right and so they're hearing this for the first time right. but then they're seeing it it's kind of like you buy that blue honda and you're <laughs> you like man there's blue hondas everywhere <laughs> That's but but true. i think so so before we before we close it down i i just want you know i'm watching like i said i'm looking in the rearview mirror i'm seeing what the themes that i feel like god led us on this year and i mm -hmm. think there's some important things to recognize and it goes back to one thing we said last week and that was in these last days one of the main things that jesus warned us against was deception oh, yeah. boy. Mm -hmm. and we've tried not to be um nitpicky um you know, because there's 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 some of these ministries that are getting apologized. You can they can be overly nitpicky. Right. They can major on minors, mm. and um, like and and I think we said this. Elisa said this on one of her posts where you know sometimes the hyper fundamentalists major on minors. Right. Progressive Christian Christians tend to minor on majors. In other ways, that they, they yeah. downplay yeah. their the central features of Christianity in favor yeah. of the peripheral ones that are more cultural. Right. And I think we've we've tried to to balance that um, this year, but I do think um, we've also tried to give some tools and model how to not be deceived because the deception, the the enemy's lies right now are super strong in our mm. culture. Yeah. It's getting continually not only post Christian but anti Christian. Mm. You need to be aware of these lies, how to combat them. We try to give kind of the persuasive voice, the yeah. uh, the wisdom application, but also the prophetic voice. Right. Um, and actually, one of the one of those favorite episodes that I go back to is on the Patreon site, uh, mm -hmm. Patreon episodes, the interview with the Mountain Prophet himself. Oh gosh! And I think that one's going to be my favorite. Let me just go <laughs> that one's going to be key this one. year too. So good. But as you look back, you know, we, you know, we we hit, we've we've really been talking a lot about the applied postmodernism slash critical theory. We've talked a lot about the challenges internally to the church with the progressive mm -hmm. progressive Christianity. We've talked a lot about the sex, sexual anarchy, sexual right. revolution. 
And we've tried to give biblical perspectives on these things and drill down a little bit to just give some broader theological principles. But I think those themes have continued to crop up um, in 2019 and I don't think they're going anywhere um, soon. (laughs) I I just kind of see them intensifying. But going into the new year, if you haven't had a chance yet to listen to the previous two episodes, we are optimistic while at the same time recognizing the reality of the the dangers that surround us. We are optimistic for an awakening. Yeah. And so we're just going to be praying that into this new year. And uh, we ended with this last time, but you know, we if you if you'd be interested in financially partnering with us. Uh, you can do it through Patreon. Stephen will give you that information in a minute, but you could also email us, get connected to us directly. But we are wanting to, you know, hopefully do more more video podcasting next year. We have some equipment we need to purchase, and we're we're wanting to take the tour bus around the U.S. and interview people in person. That, of course, requires a uh, a lot of money to to get right. for that diesel, <laughs> that diesel gas to, to carry us around in the tour bus. Um, but we have renovated it. We're finished with it. We did a couple episodes we're going to be putting out in 2020 right. uh, this year, but we want to do that more. And so if the Lord has laid that uh, that $10,000 gift hey. on your heart, going to sow that seed before the new year so you can get right. that tax write-off hey, from right. somebody. Got a, we got a nonprofit, That's so right. uh, uh, yeah, you can do it. Even today, even now. Even now. Yes, yeah, so thank you so much for listening this past year, subscribing for those who support us on Patreon. We thank you all. We pray that you join us as we head into 2020. It's going to be a big year. Election coming up. We'll be talking about all bunch of topics and encroaching on some new topics, I think, in 2020, mm. like Seth was saying. And so, so stay tuned. And again, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash freemindfm and you can support us there. Remember, when you do, you get access to all the bonus episodes, including our interview with the Mountain Prophet himself, which may be extremely timely in the year to come. Yeah, man. And you can also email, if you'd like to support the ministry directly, email podcast at freemind.fm. You can email us there. We always love to hear your feedback and interact with you on Instagram and Twitter at FreeMindFM and our Facebook page, FreeMindPodcastFM. Again, thank you for listening and have a happy new year. See you in 2020. Forgot and days alive.